At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. And welcome in. Welcome to the Archangel Podcast. Uh, coming to you each and every weekday from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Thank you so much for being here. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the week. Uh, brand new to Twitch right here, the live stream as it happens uh, every day on Twitch. So as uh, my pal Don Collins would say, uh, twitch.com slash Eric Zane live and click the follow button. And I think he also said something about you got to click the tray and send it along to your friends or something like Dan, I don't know. Sounds good. But uh, I'm so blessed to have each and every one of you here. Each, uh, all these sponsors that you see scrolling through, uh, appreciate them. They help make this a thing as we barrel our way towards show number 700 this is show number 691 and just a uh holy crap uh coming up on uh, january uh 6th of 2022 will be three years of this oh boy i did not think that this would be uh well again when i uh started doing this i had I didn't know that this would be a thing. I had no clue. I just recorded a podcast where I uh, told the story of me getting shit canned and I set up the Patreon, but I didn't, uh, and I expected to be able to do some type of podcasting, but I didn't know every single day of the week. And uh, I didn't really know how to do it, but I mean, I knew how to do it. You know what I mean? But be able to sit there for that amount of time like we do now was, did not, wasn't something I expected I'd be able to pull off, but somehow we've managed it. I owe it all to you. Thank you very much for sticking with me. Hope you don't mind when I bust your balls or put you in timeout. Uh, there has been another person to break rank and attack me uh, a little bit more sensitively than what Dirk did. But uh, as we started the show on uh, Twitch here, it's a little bit different than what you saw before. The screen looks different. There's a bit of animation that moves behind me. And, um, well, this destroyed uh, Dirk, QAnon Dirk. And he went off. And I was like, God. So I beat the shit out of him. And then he left it alone. And then he starts uh, reaching out to me like personally, like sending me text messages about it. Because you see, Dirk works in the industry that would know a thing or two about something like this. I have no idea what the fuck the guy does. Something to do with computers. So he's doing all this Mr. Know-it-all shit on me. And I'm just like rolling my eyes like, oh, God, you're such a pain in the ass. God, it was bad enough that you send me your fucking Alex Jones shit and your PubMed articles. But now I have to deal with you telling me 
how my Twitch stream should look. And I'm like, fuck off. So now Tim Kuyper, who's one of the sweetest people in the world. And so he's trying to mask his sweetness. He's trying to mask his know-it-all behavior with sweetness. And I'm here to tell you, Tim, that I don't give a shit how sweet you are. Uh, You're fucking crazy to think, what the fuck? He writes, subject line, not trying to be a Dirk, but, which, by the way, Dirk, how does that feel? If people know that they're being a douchebag and they set it up with not trying to be a Dirk. God, that must stink. Anyway, he says, first of all, you know I love your podcast, and I don't often give you a hard time. You know it's coming when they start with that. But after listening to Monday morning's Twitch podcast, I have to say I am not a fan of the blue background yet. However, before you beat me up, too late, I know this doesn't matter because it is your podcast, and I mainly just listen to the audio version anyway, so I honestly don't care what it looks like. Well, then why did you say that? My first thought when I saw the blue pinwheel spin in the background was, when did we go back to the 1970s? Shut up! I keep thinking you need to open with the Partridge family singing, come on all, let's get happy, as your new opening. Well, that's pretty funny. This is actually much better than Dirk. Dirk's just, Dirk is one of these people that, um, uh, I, I, I have some news that I would, I'd like to share with you. I am so very upset and hurt by the way the Patreon looks now. And um, I just can't take it. It's just, it's so, it's so hurtful to me. Shut the fuck. What are you doing? Uh, he says also now that the 300 second club is uh, 600 seconds, you should advertise it as a two for one deal. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Good one. Here's a, here's a link to the new theme song for the live podcast. As always, I love the podcast. Thanks again for everything you do. Signed, Tim. Again, it's always the dudes. It's never the ladies. It's always the crybaby, sensitive, snowflake, childlike, do it my way, not your way, men. It's not, it, it can't be called toxic masculinity anymore. It just has to be called, you're all bitches. That's all, that's all it, it boils down to. You are all bitches. Unbelievable. All right. Is there a way to have the mic not block your face so much? Or does it need to be that close because it's a dynamic mic? You've got to be kidding, right? Are you suggesting I put it right here? Is that is that what you guys want? You want me to move the mic? I work the mic the way I work the mic. Public nuisance. The mic is fine. My God. Marcy says that's because most men are narcissistic. Mm. Okay. Now. Nice troll, by the way, public nuisance. I saw you playing video games last night on Twitch. Do you know that? I checked out your, uh, I checked out your, your ch- channel. You were swinging a giant broadsword and killing people. Some medieval game, and you were narrating it, and you were just kind of running around swinging some big fucking sword. 
And uh, Public Nuisance says, yeah, I saw the follow. Chivalry 2. The game looked awesome. Uh, and you were laying waste to people. I, th- I, I was watching. This sword was so big. Fuck. And you said you described it as ice from Game of Thrones, which I forget whose sword that was. It's been so long. Was that Jon Snow's Valerian steel sword ice? And uh, just watching you beat the shit out of people and just swing away. That was Ned Stark's. Oh, okay. Well, who'd he give it to? And then uh, some dude came up behind you with a big fucking axe and buried it in your head. That looked fun. Uh, I actually enjoy watching people play video games, but I can only do it for so long because the scaling that happens makes me sick. No, I'm not kidding you. It actually, I, I get motion sickness when I watch games like that. So I've got about 30 seconds to watch it. And then I'm like, ooh, ooh. <coughs> I have to, I'm such an old feeble man. I can't, I have to play like Tetris. So embarrassing. I'll, I'll never forget the first time that happened. I was playing call of duty with Jim and, uh, I was sitting there playing. Then, uh, it's the first time I played the game with him. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck, what is happening to me? And all of the movement on the screen made me, made me have to go throw up. And I was done for the day. Ridiculous. I know. Okay, man. Listen, uh, today is Dear Meathead, and dad happens in 49 minutes. Send an email for dad, eric at ericzaneshow.com, if you have a question for Dear Meathead, brought to you by JM Synthetics. Okay? Um, you can get my show on, of course, Twitch, twitch.com slash Live. I do post it after it's done. On Facebook, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Please like the page, follow the page. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid. And Irvine's uh, brings you the Twitch live stream. Almost forgot that. That's why they're the one sign that I have uh, in the studio all the time. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV brings you the Twitch stream. So they like cover everything on the show. They give me tons of money, and I'm so thankful for that. Um, I also show it. On uh, Twitter, at Eric Zane on Twitter. Follow me there. That's brought to you by Blue Frost IT. I'm trying to get my Twitter numbers up. Please follow me on all these social media uh, um, uh, things. And then, of course, YouTube. Follow me on YouTube. Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Uh, follow the page. Bell notification. Thumbs up. Brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. All of this available on my website, ericzaneshow.com. Old men love your old pal, Eric Zane. I'm not talking sexually. That may be the case. There may be some old men that love me sexually, but uh, that is not what I'm referring to here. I um, keep getting approached by men 60 and up. And it's uh, like when I went to the hockey game, I'm in the I'm in the scorers uh, I'm at the scorers table in between the penalty boxes and I've got the timeout coordinator, I've got the timekeeper and the scorer, and uh, they're having a discussion about me and the music I play on Big One Hundred One Point Three. The fun hits, you know. 
They love the radio station. The radio station is like an oldie station or classic hits, 60s and 70s. That's it. And if you don't know, I do a weekend. I do two weekend air shifts, Saturday and Sunday, 6 p.m. to midnight on Big 101.3 in Grand Rapids, Michigan. It's an iHeart radio station. They said, hey, do you want to come on the air? And I go, yeah, sure, I'll do it. What do I need to do? They go, well, you don't even need to come in. Just sit there in front of your microphone, say that was the Temptations, love the Motown sound on Big 101.3. Here's the Zombies, or here's Stevie Wonder, or Grand Funk Railroad, or uh, uh, Dion Warwick. I mean, I, I talked into a, D- a Dion Warwick song the other day. I'm like, what the fuck? So, uh, I, I do that. Sarah loves the radio station so much. And, you know, I don't talk for more than 30 or 40 seconds. It's all just described as that was, this is, which what that means is that was brick house by the Commodores. This is the Beatles. These are the Beatles. Here's the Beatles. That's described as that was this is. So, and it's all voice tracked, which means it's all pre-recorded. We are out of the closet when it comes to voice tracking. In case you don't know, the radio industry no longer has live talent on. About the only time you would have live talent on is in morning drive. And sometimes um, if you're listening to a, a news talk radio station, but when it comes to playing the music, It's called voice tracking. Um, You sit there and you hit a button. You hear the last five seconds of the Temptations. Papa was a Rolling Stone. You say, big 101.3, the fun that you know. Here's the Beatles. That's it. And then you're done. It takes uh, six seconds to do that. And then you click to the next element next time. So you talk three, four times an hour. Takes you uh, half an hour to voice track six hours of content. And then that's it. You're done. Okay. And in fact, they're even uh, coming out of the closet about that on um, on on Big uh, because it will say uh, portions of this uh, is pre-recorded. They actually are are open about it. So that's what I do from right here. I don't have to leave the house, and the uh, what I'm supposed to do is just keep the momentum going. I'm kind of hosting the music. Don't get in the way of the music. Just keep the car on the road. They give you a a few bucks for spending cash, and then that's it. No big deal. This is not, no one's getting rich in this. Not a a soul. Okay? Um, So that's uh, that's basically how it works. So then uh, these old guys that work at the hockey game for the Griffins are like, oh, man, that station rocks it is so amazing and you played the best tunes and i'm like yeah oh hey thanks and then uh they're like well wait a minute here i was coming into the hockey game and i heard you on the radio did you get done and come right over here because it's like right across it's downtown it's right right where the same where the, uh, the arena is where the radio station. i go no um i'm in two places at once that's all pre-recorded these old these old guys are like what you mean you're not there playing the platters that matter, playing records every day? I go, mm, no. And then I kind of give them the background of what I just told you. Mind's blown. They they don't understand. Uh, these guys are only like, uh, you know, a decade older than I am. And they're completely in the dark about everything of what I just described. They're like, wait a second. You mean you can just record all that? that how does that work? And I go, 
I go, I, I can't explain it to you. You're too old. Okay. You have passed the uh, uh, threshold. You, you are at the point of no return. You cannot be brought back. I cannot explain this to you. Okay. Just suspend belief. And uh, I, I actually am in two places at once. I have a fucking Harry Potter time turner. Me and Hermione and fucking Ron and Harry uh, uh, went back. And then we, ha- we hung out at Hagrid's with the fucking hippogriffs. And then we saw ourselves. We uh, recorded the radio show. And then we got the fuck out of there. Some of you get that reference. Some of you are like, how the hell do you know so much about Harry Potter? Dude, I know everything there is to know about it. Are you kidding me? Nuisance is like, that's a deep Harry Potter reference. Hell yes, it is. I know shit. I was at the gym on uh, Monday. Man, I don't, I've never spoken to before. Also of age. I'm going to guess 64. Young looking man. Takes care of himself. Very pretty wife. Nice looking couple. He goes, man. I thought that was you. And I'm like, hey, what's up? He goes, man, keep doing your thing on Big 101. I love it so much. It is awesome. Keep giving us that. He actually says, keep giving us that music info. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Music info. And I'm like, well, I guess occasionally I might have some, uh, like a a tidbit or a fun fact about, you know, Eric Burden and the animals or some shit. Uh, So I don't know. So then I'm like, yeah, dude, I, Hey, I really appreciate you listening. And he go, and this guy just loves it. I didn't have the heart to tell him that it's voice tracked or anything like that, but Oh my God. Sexy voice. Andrea writes, I wish the triangle was a big cock going back and forth at his face. Ooh, boy. I just don't know what you mean by that. It sounds devastating. Uh, not, uh, not uh, quite sure. And then the question, who is public nuisance? Uh, that is a, uh, sweet soul in, uh, Northern Ireland. If I, if I'm understanding correctly, isn't that right? Old men want to be you and old women want to be with you. Granny panties are probably parachuting at you left and right. Wait a minute. Public nuisance is in Maine. Oh, I thought you were the dude in Ireland. Oh, fuck. I guess I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Wasn't there a dude in Scotland or Northern Ireland or some shit? Why the fuck? <laughs> um, all right. But yeah, public nuisance is Corey. Okay. God, I'm an idiot. Uh, wise guy or wings guy says, I think there was a public nuisance from YouTube. That was from Ireland. Maybe that I could have swore. The, uh, Andrea is referring to the yellow triangle that is in the corner of our screens. Oh God. You're such a sick idiot. 
All right. So, uh, yes, the old folks just love your old pal, Eric Zane. Uh, moving on, I had a discussion with the Queen of the Forest yesterday. As you know, she is a substitute teacher in our wonderful schools. Now, who hasn't given a substitute teacher a shit, you know? I mean, seriously. I knew that if we, uh, when I was a kid, if you walked into the school and or into the, yeah, well, into like elementary school or even in uh, junior high or even high school, you see a, a substitute teacher. You're like, fuck yes. Oh my God. We're going to, we're going to brutalize whoever the fuck this is. That's Diana. Uh, she has different reports uh, about different classes. This group was great. This group, not so great. Yesterday, she came home with kids are dicks. And I go, oh, I know that. They are, yes. They ha- they're all dicks until proven otherwise. You go into the classroom. 30 dicks. If they prove otherwise, they are removed from the dick category. Um, Okay, everybody, put away your phones. Is what Diana says. Everybody puts away the phone. One kid does not. Ignores that. Sitting there doing whatever the kid is doing on the phone. Probably talking to a pimp, 13-year-old. Diana walks up to the kid. Excuse me. I said, put that away. Kid, female, goes, you said iPhones. This is an iPad. Okay, well, then that's when I take that fucking thing and uh, I throw it. I grab it right out of her hands and I spike it like fucking Flipper Anderson in 1990. Bad reference. Rob Gronkowski now. Bam! Right into the ground. You're such a fucking asshole. What the fuck is wrong with you? Gotta be kidding me. Holy shit. And why do they... Um, why, do, why is that... Uh, it, it should be where, like, if you bring it into the school... Like, it has to stay in your locker. You should never have to... It, it should never be where you can even bring it in to the classroom. Jesus. So that kind of got her uh, off and running on the day yesterday. My God. Stafford Township, New Jersey. Thank you to Kate for sending this one along. I'm going to share the screen with you in just a second. But um, folks in Jersey went trick-or-treating. And then, uh, well, somebody discovered that some asshole. Well, first of all, I didn't know that this is the thing where they uh, make. I didn't know that um, uh, medical marijuana or edibles or whatever the fuck this is. It's, it's okay. Let me just share it with you. This is what was found in some kid's bag. Uh, edible marijuana in what looks to be a candy wrapper. It looks like 
nerds candy. It looks like something gummy with nerds on the outside of them. According to the packaging, it says tangy and crunchy on the outside, sweet and gummy on the inside. That sounds great. On the side, it says it's a share pouch. At the top, with all these nerd characters, which is this complete copyright infringement, by the way. How do they get away with this? Medic, medic, dash, eight, dash, ED, medicated, nerdy bears. 420 milligrams. I guess that's a lot. I have no idea. And then it's got the little pot leaf in the corner. Some dick gave this away to some kid for Halloween. That's rough. So now people are taking a look at this like, what the fuck is going on, man? I don't. um... So let me get this straight in the cig in the cigarette industry. Maybe they're just kind of catching up on the regulation because if, if I recall, I remember the cigarette companies, uh, they, they had to stop marketing to children. Okay. Where, um, you know, like Joe Camel or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. You can't have anything that a kid might want to gravitate towards. Okay. So they had to remove all that from the marketing and I guess that's fine. You know, I, I, I understand why you'd want to do that. Probably don't want to encourage young people to smoke cigarettes. Um, I would say it's probably a good idea not to encourage young people to eat edibles. Uh, why does it have to look like something that a four-year-old would want? And then some crazy sick fuck is giving this out as candy for Halloween. Cops are looking for whoever did this. Um, who's responsible for providing trick-or-treaters with marijuana lace candy on Halloween. Parents reported the incident to cops yesterday that a bag of medicated nerdy bears was discovered in a kid's Halloween bag. The kid had been trick-or-treating in the ocean acres area of the township. I'm guessing they can probably narrow this down. If you go over to the ocean acres area of the township, I imagine that's a, a development or whatever, a subdivision you could, pretty much narrow it down to who the asshole would be simply by like what kind of cars they're driving. It's like, okay, I think it could be this guy. We're going to completely profile here. Definitely not this guy. He's too successful. He wouldn't risk it. It's probably this piece of shit right here. Okay. He probably looks like one of you Zaniacs. According to the article, state attorneys general and public safety officials urge parents keep a close eye on their kids. Candy, uh, candy, they warned that treats appear to be brand name candy should in, could in fact be marijuana-laced edibles. Fred Heron, who serves as public uh, safety director in Ben Salem, PA, was quoted in an article saying, unfortunately, there's a lot of sick and evil people out there. This is the world we live in. Uh, an, ex- an expert on the subject told the New York Times, a fear over nefarious chemicals or items ended up in kids' candy is long overblown. So the article is talking about, hey, yeah, uh, you know, this, this doesn't happen that much. Well, it did happen here. Uh, along with the medicated nerdy bears, there are products. <laughs> Get the names of these products. Yeah, they, they definitely know what they're doing here. Along with the medicated nerdy bears, there are products such as stony patch gummies, 
double stuff stonos <laughs> and trips ahoy cookies. There are also items such as world's dankest gushers, gas heads, extremes, sourfuls, and uh, not to be confused with butterfingers, butterfingers. The list of imitation products is a, is a long one and often leads to litigation from the firms whose names and foods are replicated. All right. Kids, make your uh, parents make sure you go through the kids' bags. That doesn't matter now. At, at this point, it's all gone. They've probably eaten it. They're probably they've probably they're probably stoned right now. Um, the Duchess says, "My favorite one is Trips Ahoy. That is pretty awesome. Yeah, I think that that is funny. But what about um double stuffed stonos? And I I think also a a dark horse for this is World's Dankest Gushers." In fact, they're all pretty great. Stoners are pretty creative. I'll give them that. Other kids are tripping balls, Kenny says, and missing their third day of school right now. Josh in New Hampshire says, let's make Halloween candy great again and just go back to the old razor blades in apples and popcorn balls. I wonder if that ever actually happened. You remember the uh, uh, Tylenol cyanide scare? It kind of all happened at the same time, way back. All the old people who listened to uh, Big 101.3 would remember that there was a moment they're putting cyanide. Apparently, somebody put cyanide in Tylenol. Did that even happen? Or is that all just an urban legend? Speaking of uh, make blank great again, um, the first step, towards Trump coming back to prominence happened yesterday. All you MAGA scum have been jacking off to the election returns as the Republicans are coming back. A Some dick governor in Virginia won, beat some Democrat. I don't give a fuck about, but... Everybody's saying, ah, it's a bellwether for what uh, could be coming as uh, the the election year gets started and then possibly for the next presidential election. So fuckface MAGA scum elects some asshole in Virginia and it's looking like in the great state of New Jersey. Uh, I forget the, the governor there, Phil something or other, the Democrat. Everybody hates that guy too. Uh, it's looking like some mob guy is going to be the Republican governor. At least he was as by the time I, I woke up this morning and said, it's so close. They can't really call it yet. Uh, in, uh, in New Jersey, they haven't yet determined if the Republican is going to win, but they didn't expect that to happen. That's it. Phil Murphy. The Duchess refers to Phil Murphy as piece of shit. Did you vote for him or did you vote for MAGA guy? Because MAGA guy in both New Jersey and in Virginia have kept Trump at an arm's length. Trump has said, uh, American, American needs to vote for these guys. American needs to vote for them in New Jersey and Virginia. And then um, 
but uh, these governors were like, yeah, uh, I don't want to, uh, I don't want you that close to me. Brian says he voted for MAGA guy. Jack is not MAGA. Oh, so you voted for him. Yeah, I know he's not MAGA, but it's easier to talk about that way. The, re- the Republican who gives a shit. You know he's a MAGA guy. He's absolutely a MAGA guy. He just doesn't want to say it. All right. So anyway. So they're trying to make America great again. That's going down right now as we speak. Republican governors are winning are winning uh, governorships in various states. There's a few good Republicans left, like Liz Cheney. That's what Corey in Maine says. All right. We shall see. Pretty sure uh, we got about a foot up uh, foot of snow up north at Fear Bunker North. At least about 20 miles north of Fear Bunker North in Gaylord. They got a foot of snow. I'm going up there this weekend. So I got to make sure this hillbilly up north plows for me. So I just uh, reached out. Dude, I want to go up north. Plow my shit. Please get it done. I need questions for Dear Meathead. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Let's see how we're doing here. Uh, I've got a few on Facebook, but otherwise pretty lean. We'll do our best. All right. Meanwhile, Ben and Eric, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast is tomorrow at 7 p.m. If you don't think you're on the invite list for the Patreon video live stream, if you're a tier two member, Please send me an email and I will add you. If you're not on yet, sign up on Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Enjoy the live stream of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. And that's where I do the daily Patreon bonus podcast each and every day of the week. If you like the free podcast, the Patreon, the Patreon is a great accompaniment uh, just try it out. Let me uh, let it know. Uh, let me know how it goes for a month. It's going to cost you either five or ten bucks for that month. But uh, yeah, give it the try. And then if you don't like it, cancel it. You know, I uh, seriously, I don't want you to uh, feel obligated to keep that on. I mean, if you're like, I don't either. I don't have time for it, or I just don't like it. That's totally fine. But give it a try and see if it's something you like. I work very hard on it. I'd love you to try it out. Patreon.com/slash Eric Zane and the open. And live stream of this show. Speaking of gummies and pot and whatever the hell, uh, Horizon Hydroponics. If you're growing indoors, okay, H O R I Z E N Hydroponics.com. Terrific business. And uh, if uh, for your grow indoors this year, if you need any supplies at all, uh, anything uh, of hydroponics in terms of equipment and supplies, uh, how about soil? fertilizers, pots, lights, air scrubbers, tents, you name it. They have it all at Horizon Hydroponics. Go to their website, horizonhydroponics.com. Figure out what you want. If you have any questions, call the number and they can guide you through your decision making and then buy it. If you're local, uh, local, if you're local and local, go there and pick it up or you can have it delivered to you for free for orders $250 and more at Horizon Hydroponics. 
Zaneshow.com. Use the coupon code Zaneshow at checkout. Save you 10%. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right. Then there's dumpster divers. If you need a dumpster and you are in West Michigan, call or text, not Black, Emilio, or Kyle, 616-375-9962. That's 616-375-9962. Their dumpsters are not as long, and they're tall-walled. They hold 21 square yards, which is as much as the long ones with the short walls, and they're priced lower. Why? Well, because the weight limit doesn't need to be as high as it is for the other guys. The other guys charge you more for a weight limit that you will never hit, even if you throw shingles in the damn thing. It's just never going to happen, okay? So it's cheaper. 616-375-9962. Also, they do demolition work. They do junk removal. Uh, Call or text for an estimate. A couple of uh, fathers here to talk about. One, super famous with an interesting um, take on the world. Uh, The other one you haven't heard of. This first one is Shaquille O'Neal. This is uh, Shaq's philosophy about uh, money with his kids. My kids are older now, and they're kind of upset with me. Not really upset, but they they don't understand. Because I tell them all the time, we ain't rich. I'm rich. (laughs) Yeah, we don't. No, you got to. You got to have bachelor's or master's, and then if you want me to invest in one of your companies, you're going to have to present it, boom, 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 bring it to me. I'll let you know. I'm not giving you nothing. All right. So there you go. How about that? That type of philosophy is uh, is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I, we're not rich. I'm rich. That is fantastic. I love that so much that he, that he has that, uh, that, uh, mentality about it. You know, you hear about, it's like, they're all pissed off and Shaq is like, look, you're not getting anything. That is, that is great. Uh, sorely missed. And I think that, I don't know, boy, shit. Does that mean that, uh, if, if he has a will, they're not getting any bit of it. I, I think that that would be a fair question. Um, Cause you hear that from time to time. People say, yeah, I'm going to give all of my money away to charity. I'm not giving any away to my kids. I don't know if I could get up the nerve to do that. Shaq. I think he does. I think he does have the nerve to do that. All right. And then there's this, this was sent to me and, uh, I was asked, would you do the same thing? A dad in Washington, the state of Washington, has exacted revenge, and he's probably... Okay, here's what happened. John Eisenman is a 60-year-old dude. Uh, About a year, year and a half ago, his daughter... 
uh, was abducted by the girl's boyfriend. She was a minor. Then the boyfriend sold the girl into a sex trafficking ring. This sounds like uh, uh, the latest Rambo movie. So he ends up finding the girl. Cops couldn't do anything. Cops couldn't find her. He ends up finding the girl and rescuing uh, her himself. And then he killed the boyfriend. He killed the guy. The dude has been missing for one year. The boyfriend's remains were discovered in the trunk of an abandoned car in Spokane, Washington last month. Investigators believe the victim uh, had been dead for that long. The dude is charged with first-degree murder. He's being held on a million dollars bond. Eisenman learned in October 2020 that his uh, young daughter had been sex trafficked and uh, obtained all the information he needed to uh, know that the boyfriend was responsible. After the rescue and uh, the guy got the facts, he learned that the daughter's boyfriend was going to be at a certain spot in the town. Eisenman, the 60-year-old dude, drove there and waited for the 19-year-old dude to arrive. Cops said that during that encounter, Eisenman abducted the victim, tied him up, placed him in the trunk of a car. Eisenman then got a, a giant cinder block and bashed him over the head until his head Looked like a pancake. And then stabbed him repeatedly. He's dead. So dead dude is in the trunk. Eisenman then drove the vehicle to a, re a remote area and abandoned the car with dead guy still in the trunk. Somebody stole the car in the remote area and drove it into Spokane and then left it uh, on a street in a shitty part of town. Someone else stole it and opened up the trunk. They were rummaging through it and uh, they go, Hey, there's a body in here. And they're like, yeah, right. Whatever. So all these crackheads find the fucking body and uh, call the cops. So then that led to uh, the dad and he's been arrested and holy shit. He's, he's uh, admit, he said all this shit. He said, yeah, this is what I did. And I'm like, oh my God. And so the question is, uh, would you do that? By the way, Andrew says, I see no problem with any of this except the dad being arrested. Of, of course. Uh, that is, uh, someone wrote, said is uh, street justice. Quote, just don't look in the trunk. Dead body man by insane clown posse. 
Sexy voice Andrea says should have set the body on fire. He did a horrible job covering his tracks, this dad. If you're going to have the wherewithal to bash the guy's head to pieces and then uh, uh, murder him, you, I mean, if, if the goal is to exact revenge like that, I mean, you, you should go the extra mile and, and prepare, dig a fucking hole or something, man. This guy obviously was a complete loser. If nobody was even looking for him for a year, there's no, no, no word about that. No one gave a shit about this guy. I mean, he, you, you did 99% of the job except cover your tracks. What the fuck are you doing? Man. I don't know how that is. Um, Kate says this guy should have watched a few murder shows on Netflix. Seems like that evidence might be slightly contaminated. If he was smart, he never would have confessed because he never would have been charged. Uh, how's the daughter doing these days? Is she okay? Makes me sad. Uh, Kenny says, uh, I would have done it. I don't know if you would have, because you see, if you'd have done it and you would have been caught, then you're away from your daughter for the rest of her life. You know, I mean, I could understand that, but you're just doing it to get revenge. And then there's a pretty good chance you could actually get busted. I think that that, I mean, I would like to think that I could, but then again, the idea of, of, uh, that would scare me of not being with my kids anymore. So yes. So he did rescue her and then, um, he killed the guy. Some of you guys are like, yeah, it's worth it. Well, it, that you realize he's never going to see his kids again. I don't know, man. I think he'd, uh, it would help his defense if he um, said, yeah, well, I, I wasn't thinking right. Because, uh, I mean, that, that's a uh, justifiable homicide. That's just like the guy that I was telling you about some time ago who shot the guy in the airport who raped the kid, raped the boy. I don't know, man. A jury may uh, understand why he did it and find him not guilty. Yeah, I would say that this that you could use that in your defense. Uh, Brian says, I don't see the crime here. He murdered a guy who took his daughter. Well, it's still a, it's still murder. I mean, I, I, I'm right there with you. I want him to get off, too. But uh, Adnan says Liam Neeson in the re, in the real world. Absolutely. All right. Dear Meathead, 12 minutes. Reach out. Eric at ericzanecho.com. Okay. Let's get into... Uh, I wanted to play this for you. This was uh, yesterday, and uh, it is Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow is the guy that's appearing at uh, Full House Comedy this weekend. This is the guy who can make any noise you can think of with his mouth and just holding a microphone up to his mouth. And I, I don't know 100% you'll be able to see this, but it doesn't matter because I just want you to hear it. Michael Winslow doing Whole lot of Love by Led Zeppelin. He has a pal who's playing guitar 
uh, on this, but just kind of like playing the rhythm. He does lead guitar and he does singing. This guy is appearing at Back Alley Comedy Club this week. Check this out. This is incredible. Check this out. This is incredible. He does the uh, he does the uh, beatbox too. He's doing beatboxing, singing, and then now he's doing the solo solo work on the guitar. Check this out because he's like this one dude's playing guitar, and then he after he gets done singing, he goes into his own like he adds to it. Holy shit. <laughs> How? How does that even happen? And the, the look on his face when he does it. Uh, what's uh, Adam? Adam says, you can do a lot of that, Eric. Take the cover off your mic and hum on that bish. You mean bitch? <laughs> I don't think so. (laughs) 
fuck that shit. I can't do that. Uh, freaking great. Just found my new ringtone. I love him in the Police Academy movies. Well, he's got to eat. You can only make so many Police Academy movies. I liked his small part in Spaceballs. Wasn't he the guy? Uh, yeah, that's right. He was like uh, making all the ship noises or something like that. Uh, was he always this talented? Police Academy performances were not a good indicator of what he can do. I don't, yes, the radar guy. That's exactly right. All right. The bleeps and the sweeps. All right. Very cool. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. And... Uh, check it out because I thought it was so great. Thank you to Patriot Nick for sending that along. Very cool. Excuse me. Dear Meathead coming up in, uh, in just a bit. Do want to remind you that if you're looking for uh, a job, affordable limousine in Grand Rapids, Michigan is what you could uh, maybe call upon. If you are an experienced driver with a class B license with passenger endorsements, Go to buscareers.com, buscareers.com, fill out the form, and uh, then they'll have a uh, chat with you, and perhaps it could be you working a terrific schedule, okay? This is perfect because it's uh, a little bit different than like waking up at the ass crack of dawn and work driving for the man. Uh, You're driving motor coaches, trolleys, shuttle buses, limousines with um, groups of people, maybe corporate trips, sports teams, wedding parties, bachelor parties, bachelorette parties. And then uh, you make a a great wage, and then uh, people throw money at you at the end of the night in great tips. It's a wonderful place to work at Affordable Limousine, found at buscareers.com. A-N-E, heating and cooling. Okay? It's cold. Right now, it is 29 degrees. The furnace is working. The frost is on the pumpkin. Schedule your cleaning, your yearly maintenance right now. Get this done. Do not let this slide. You need this. 79 bucks. Call or text 616-516-8579 for A&E heating and cooling. If you do need a new furnace, get an estimate. They will install the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners. Yeah, you're going to get yourself one of those 96 plus percent efficient jobs with uh, my friends at A&E Heating and Cooling. As always, Dear Meathead, brought to you by JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. Go to the website and then give Jason Mays a call at JM Synthetics. And uh, he can help you out with everything you need uh, to stock the garage with various lubricants. Shop at jmsynthetics.com. Let's bring in Dad here for Dear Meathead once again. Good morning, you early waker-upper. Good morning, Dad. How are you? I'm okay. How about you? 
Never you better. Five minutes too early. <laughs> no, about a minute and a half early today. Well, I watch it on synchronized. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. How, How are you doing, honey? I'm well. How are you? Good. How's the family? <laughs> Everything is great. Everything's great. How about you? Good. I'm doing good, and I'm doing well, and I wanted to say something right off the bat. I want to say good morning, Grand Rapids. Yeah, Dad. They uh, they love you, but, you know, it's everywhere. You can, uh, you know, the, the, the podcast is heard everywhere. Well... Right now, I'm involved with Grand Rapids. That's <laughs> the city I love. Okay, well, as always, they uh, they uh, love you, and uh, I'm sure they're uh, very, very glad to uh, hear your voice. Thank you. Okay, so, you know, here we go with another round of Dear Meathead. Uh, first of all, it's freezing, Dad. Absolutely right. My God. We're reminded that, once again, we live in Michigan. I really, you know, for some reason, I cannot deal with this this year. It's uh, it's a little tougher this year. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, I just, I'm looking outside and shiver. Yeah, I know. I got the heat blasting and all that. Yeah, I know. I know. It's uh, it's it's a little bit. It's it's it probably going to be a bad one, Dad. There's there's definitely no question about that. I guess in Gaylord they got a foot of snow. Yeah. Wow. I'm plan- wow. Hey, I'm planning on going up there this weekend. You are going up there? That's, yeah, I got some work to do. Oh, wow. Well, I, the big stuff? Well, I had to rake the freaking leaves, but if there's a foot of snow on them, I don't know if that's going to happen. Oh, boy. You need some powerful blower instead of raker. Well, if there's a foot of snow, I'm not doing anything but sitting around. Oh, I guess not. So, I don't know. But hey, it's, I remember one year that uh, Joanne and I and two girls went up there in the midst of the winter. And uh, the snow was as high as my body, I think. Hip high. high. And I tried to drive through there, and there's no way I could do that. So I had to back it up, get up that, uh, that, the entry of your driveway is kind of high. Yeah. And then went out to the neighbors, and the neighbors put us up. Oh, geez. Yeah. I got a guy that's supposed to plow. His name is Matt. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, I don't really. I, is that Tammy's son? I don't know. Yes, that, it is Tammy's, Tammy's son. Tammy's son. It is Tammy's son. I don't know if I think he might be addicted to crack, but I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I bet he does. <laughs> All right, Dad, are you ready to go? I got a question here from Terry. Okay, hi Terry. How are you? Terry is a. Uh, he's a man's man. Or a woman's a man. man. He's a man's man, and he's he's oh, getting he's man. getting okay. ready he's getting ready to go hunting. Uh, it's it's hunting season is uh, happens in the fall. He wants to know the best way to prepare venison. Oh boy, I have the right guy to give the answers. It's not me, but the right guy is not available. It's Mike, isn't it? No, it's oh. uh, what's his name, honey? No, our son-in-law. Mike. Not that Mike. Tom. Uh, no, Stone don't know nothing about that stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't know how many how many other son-in-laws are there. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jim Mikey. Ah, okay. 
Well, I, you know, here's the thing, though. Uh, Mike, last time we were up there, Dad, he had some venison in a bag uh, with uh, with a marinade on it and with some garlic, and it was uh, it was like a wet marinade, obviously. And uh, he just put the uh, venison. Remember, remember, it was me, you, and him, and he put it on a stick and cooked it over the fire. Yeah, I was done that. That was fantastic. Yeah. Now I'm but not then sure. Again, he's not a connoisseur. Well, I don't know. It was pretty damn good for me, but uh, I, I, I would uh, assume just some type of marinade for, uh, you know, to uh, soften that meat up a little bit for uh, as long as it isn't too yeah, much. that's a great way to go, but I'm sure he picked it up from somebody else. Okay. Boy, you don't like giving Mike any credit. No, I give him <laughs> a lot of credit, but uh, he's an excellent cook. Uh, all right. And then he also wants to know, Terry says, uh, me dead. Uh, did you ever hunt? Have you ever? Hunt? I have never hunt. Now I'm I'm with you on that. I can't I can't get up the nerve to do that. Well, well I know why you're cracking up, you I have never hunted. I have never hunted. Okay, I have never. I'm gonna write that down. I have never hunt. <laughs> yeah, I know. My English is really going bananas. That's okay. Uh. So, How no, come hunting has, has never been my forte, really? Now I, I I know why I don't want to hunt. I can't. I it, 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 I think I'd start crying if as soon as I killed the yeah, deer. Yeah, I cannot shoot the animal dead. Yeah, that uh, I just can't do it. I'll I'll eat it, but when yeah, it, I'll eat it, I can't go. I can't. Uh, the idea of it being alive, walking around, enjoying the day, and then me filling it full of lead, it just, it just, I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, I, I cannot tolerate that. I mean, I believe God put that animal on it for something, but that's probably for people to, that need to eat, you know, shoot them and eat them. I don't know, but uh, it's a living creature and all that, and me with a rifle shoot them down dead, no. Right. So that I can eat them. Dad, um, Adnan has a question. Uh, he says to ask you about trick-or-treating when you were younger. Well, when I was younger, we never had trick-or-treat. Never. Uh, the country that I came from, I'd never heard of that. And uh, they had nothing but tricks. <laughs> yeah, if you said trick-or-treat and went to someone's door, they'd just shoot you or hang you. But no. We, we, we never heard of that. I heard that here in America. Yeah. Um, what about um, when you come to the U.S. and someone, how does someone explain to you what this is? I imagine you thought it was crazy. Well, what was that? Say that again? So when you come to the U.S., you're a young man. No, trick or treat. No, when you. When you oh, we never heard of that. Yeah, I, I know. I, know what, what is this? So I, I, yeah. I used to live with my uncle. Right. And he's like, hey, the trick or treaters are coming. And then someone bangs on the door and you probably kicked him in the face. I would have wanted to, you know, but no, I had nothing to do with it. Someone, and then I started learning. I'm a quick learner. Someone says trick or treat, and you said I have not hunt. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Trick or treat, you know. Uh, we uh, only had four kids show up to our door. Dean says... When you were playing soccer, did you ever get a red card for hitting someone over the head with a beer bottle? No, but I did. I had my own tricks. I used to carry a safety pin in the back of my pants, my jersey, 
and then I'll be chasing the guy. If this guy has been a bugger as a, 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 a player, yeah, I thought uh, put the short, uh, the sharp end of the pen out of my hand and walk behind, run behind him and stick him in their butt. You, you know, wait, really? The butt cheeks. Wait. And they go, ah, you know, they grab their butt and I take the ball and run. <laughs> How come I have never heard this story, Dad? Oh, yeah. You would be running down the field, and if the guy I'm chasing him, if he the guy, the ball, yeah. he's running, and I can't catch up. But by the time I catch up, I got the pin in my hand, stick him on, you know, cheek of his butt. Wow! And he grabs it, forget the ball, and I take the ball and go. Was this a regular thing, uh, it, or were you the only one that did this? Yeah, nobody knew that I did it. It's it just that he, he he got a big thing. A pain in his butt. So you would stab. Okay, so you're playing soccer, and then people are getting stabbed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I I was a good runner. Did uh, not catch anybody. So and I catch up with them. If he took the ball from me and started running away with it, yeah, I'd Uh, get that pin ready. It's a safety pin. (laughs) Yeah, I I, that now, Dad. When they. uh, so the guy, it, it hurts the guy, and then the guy goes and tells the ref, and then does the ref say? Oh, you don't tell nothing. He, he just didn't no. know what the hell happened to him. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, see, yeah, I would have. He knew what happened. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't tell the ref, and the ref says, hey, look, do you think you could stop uh, stabbing people? About that. No, they're like, ah, let it go. No big deal. Ticky-tack foul. Sure. Okay. I play soccer very little in the United States, but in Iran, I was on a championship team. Oh, yeah, okay. I was a young kid. Well, of course you guys were the champions. They didn't want to play you because you'd stab everybody. (laughs) Oh, man. We were good. Uh, You know, as soon as somebody gets the ball, they're looking over their shoulder waiting for you to uh, stab them them in the butt. I had no clue what's going to happen to them. Wow. All right. Let's move on. Uh Aram writes, Ruben, isn't there a story you can tell of when you went to Eric's work and uh, tried to get into a fight with someone who had hurt Eric? Hmm. Do you do you recall that? I was working with my brother, Mike. Yeah, I recall it. <laughs> my wife says she, Joanne says she recalls it. I don't yeah, remember. Maybe that. I can refresh your memory. Uh, a guy at the shop I was like 16, 17 years old, uh, you know, got me in a headlock or something like that and threw me on the ground. And, and then uh, I came home and, you know, he's a grown man. He's 30 year old guy or whatever. And uh, you found out about that. And the next day you, sh- you showed up there ready to kick his ass. I don't remember. <laughs> and I, I remember um, I had said to you, I go, dad, don't do anything. Don't do now. Leave it alone. And there, there you were. You're like, that's it. <laughs> I and, think he was one of the fathers, uh, wasn't he? No, 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 he was a co-worker of mine, uh, like twice my age. And uh, and you showed up there, and he, he had left, but he wasn't there. And I was like, Dad, I appreciate it, but you can't, you can't, you can't go and beat people up. <laughs> so, I would mess around with my kid. I'd beat up anybody. Right, I know you would. I know you would. And I appreciate that. But, yeah, that's, a, that's exactly what you did. Well, hey, listen, justice is justice. If, it, if they deserve it, they're going to have to get it. Okay. 
uh, I'm writing that one down, and we'll come back to that. <laughs> okay. Who did you come up with all those things? Uh, you, you came up with it. Oh, you get into my past? <laughs> well, I've, I've told the story before, and, uh, and I think that's where he got it. So... Uh, the, the okay. The most significant thing that I love when I was young and playing soccer, right, is a safety pin. I yeah. Now that I can imagine you being able to remember that. I mean, that is uh, that is. That a, was so funny. They didn't know what hit him. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't <laughs> I would not like to play your team, Dad. Uh, Nathan writes, "Dear Meathead, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Do you have a favorite Thanksgiving Day story?" Not really. I mean. I mean, I the story is a delicious meal. You just love to eat, Dad. That I know. Yeah, I love to eat. Uh, uh, light but meat. I don't know. I mean, I uh, I'm pretty tight about my diet and all that. I don't diet, but I don't eat that much. Wait a minute. <laughs> Joanne thinks I eat a lot. Yeah, I think you can really kill the food, Dad. Well, I do. I eat a lot, but I I, I don't gain weight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. Yes, you sure do. In fact, I'll see you in just a, uh, on uh, in just a couple of weeks, two or three weeks. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. If you don't, I'm going to come and get you. Yeah, I don't know who's all going to be there. It might just be Eric, Diana, Madison, and maybe Madison boyfriend. Well, hey, I don't know. Hey, you never part know. Part of the family is great. Right on. This is my family. Right on. Let me check out if there's any other questions for you. Uh, ask him if he, Oh, Hey, uh, this is good. This, this story just happened, dad. Um, story out of, uh, Washington state where a dad, um, his daughter, his young, uh, minor daughter, maybe 15, 16 years old, uh, had a, had a boyfriend and the boyfriend sold her into a prostitution ring. Okay. God, how could he do that? Exactly. And he did do that. And then the dad on his own found out where she was and rescued her. This is like a year ago. And, and then after he rescued her, he found out where the guy was, uh, kidnapped him, tied him up in the trunk of a car and killed him. Oh my God. He killed the guy. And then the, 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 he stuffed him in the trunk of the car and then, uh, put the car like, uh, you know, hidden. And then the body wasn't discovered for one full year. Like they just discovered it and, and figured out what had happened. And they, they, uh, they arrested the dad. The dad is a 60 year old guy. And the dad said, I just wanted revenge. So I don't blame him. I really don't blame him. But of course I would want the law to take care of him. Yeah. I don't want to sacrifice myself and my family by getting, uh, uh, locked up in prison the rest of my life. Hey, I think he was justified in not killing him. No, I cannot kill a human being. Unless I'm in a definite uh, position that right. I should be doing Yeah, if that. someone's trying to kill you, then then perhaps. I mean, I've killed people, all right, but <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't condone that, no. Wait, did you just, just say... The law has to take care of that. Did you just say you've killed people? Never mind. We're not going there. <laughs> uh, metaphorically speaking, no doubt. Yeah. Just, you know, joking. <clears throat> wow. 
Yeah, well, that is, uh, yeah, I, uh, that is uh, quite a story. It's going around right now. That story about that guy, Dad. So, uh, no, he had no business killing the guy. Right, right, right. And I, I, I like you said, uh, you can, yeah, you don't blame him. I mean, I don't either. I understand definitely. I would damage him. Right. Yeah, and, and I, I, I think the guy. The hell out of him. Seriously, if you if that happens, he should use that as his defense. He just said, "Well, I wasn't thinking straight. I just uh, was. I just, you know, my daughter had just been hurt." And you could probably sure. use that in your defense. Maybe get it reduced yeah. to like manslaughter and probation. You know. Oh, absolutely, absolutely! Yeah. My gosh, uh, just remember, you take a life in this country. Legally or illegally, there is no legally thing, but legally or justified or not justified, you are going to pay the price. Yes, that's uh, that's absolutely true. Unfortunately, it's going to happen. You cannot take a life of a person with your own revenge. And now he's going to, there's a chance he might go to prison for a long time or forever. And and then uh, he's not going to see his daughter. So we'll see. That's right. How intelligent was that? Not very, in my opinion. Of course, anger, a moment of anger. Right, right. You're not going to stop to think or analyze what you're going to do. Well, people love to live vicariously through his rage because they can yes. picture yes. They can picture that. I think you're justified to do that, and justly so maybe. I don't know, but I cannot take a life because Correct. of what this guy had done. Yeah, I, think, I think that is wise, as always. All right. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, I want to go over the uh, uh, details here on what we've talked about. Um, first of all, the uh, revelation about the soccer stabbing was <laughs> absolutely spectacular. Uh, you told us when it comes to uh, hunting, you uh, you said, I have never hunt. And then, <laughs> and then the line, justice is justice. If they deserve it, they're going to get it. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Dad, uh, be uh, stay warm over there, and uh, you know, I, it, it won't be long till I see you guys. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like a winner, honey. I love you, and love your family. And uh, do you have sunshine out there right now? Yeah, it's sunny. It's just cold as hell. Yeah, it's cold, but uh, really uh, clear skies. Yep. Yep. Excellent. Well, okay. I'm I'm marooned. I'm yeah, I know, it, I know it. You guys are the best. I appreciate you. Okay. All right, honey. Love right. you. Love you too. Family for yes, me sir. And Joanne. Yes. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Joanne. Love you. Okay. Love Bye. you too. Bye. Bye. There we go. Another round of uh, Dear Meathead. Uh, with Dad and Joanne from JM Synthetics. Did my dad just confess to murdering someone? Did you did you know you you had to have noticed that right? Uh, he said uh, he he said it, and you saw me react. I went, wait, what? What was that? And then uh, I I brought it up. I go, wait, wait did you just say you uh, uh, kill someone? And he goes, I don't want to talk about that. I'm like, oh boy. What the fuck went down? Who knows what the hell happened there in uh, in Iran back in the day? Oh, boy. Okay. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. 
this is going to be for the Twitch stream audience. You'll be able to see this and get how funny this is more than the recorded uh, podcast audience. But I have to show it to you because it's so GD funny. Some genius has taken a video from some uh, Spanish-speaking television interview program. Looks to be very, very old. And uh, the host is interviewing someone, and the person telling the story, speaking in Spanish, is laughing hysterically, and his laugh is extremely funny and infectious. It's almost maniacal. The subtitles under it are a uh, synopsis of the Michigan, Michigan State football game that just happened. Okay? And... Uh, so you have to be able to read the subtitles to be able to laugh hysterically at this. So <laughs> I'm going to feature this right now and I'll link it up, but this is MSU versus Michigan, the 2021 edition. Todo despeinado porque no me dio tiempo de nada ponerme las chanclas y el bañador. Voy a la playa y ya subió la marea. Eso. Eso. Había subido la marea incontrolable para ella. Ay, ay. 
No cobré nada, me dieron el dinero del bote. ¿Había mucho dinero en el bote? Lo que me echaban y el dinero me, de lo que, que gané, me cobraron 20 paelleras. A 500 caras, pues viste lo que me llevé yo para Sevilla. Ay, ya aborrecí la playa. Ay, es muy raro Kenny didn't watch the game. He said, is this really what happened in that game last weekend? Yeah, absolutely it was. Kenneth Walker, the third, scores five touchdowns. Michigan was like, oh, our two running backs are much better than him. They didn't do shit. And then the the idea that uh, Cade McNamara, when the guy goes, no, he is, a, when the in the caption it said he, uh, he was doing very well. What does Harbaugh do? He puts in the freshman, who then immediately puts it on the ground. And then... The next time when they absolutely needed to score, he puts the fucking asshole again, who again fumbles it. Holy shit. And so <clears throat> that it was so devastating. What we just watched there. Um, the, the, the moment when he says, when he says, but seriously, Cade McNamara, a great, great quarterback. He, he was kicking. He was doing very, very well. And then it says, so naturally <laughs> Harbaugh puts in the freshman. And the fact that uh, he's getting these guys murdered running to the tackles and then Harbaugh substituting players while uh, Walker's already in the end zone and just uh, so fucking great. God, was that awesome. Holy shit. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, my God. So fantastic. Uh, Kenny says, I haven't watched a college football game in a few years since I got into one rooting for Michigan because of Jer Jeremy. Well, yeah, that was, uh, that was a, a fun thing. And I, uh, I posted it on Facebook last night. If I am, uh, if I am Michigan fan, okay. Uh, I am, I mean, what a, what a fucking game set match bit of, uh, of a trolling that is. If I'm, if I'm Jim Harbaugh, I, I, if I see that, I fucking resign. Oh, holy shit. Was that incredible? Man, very, very funny. I'll link it up for you to have it at your disposal. You can uh, check it out on your own. But my God, was that great. Uh, those listening to the audio podcast, you must see this. You must see this. Okay. Kind of a sports-related story. Well, it absolutely is a sports-related story because uh, it is the story of a multimillionaire who's probably going to be spending significant time behind bars. You know, the uh, uh, Las Vegas Raiders thought it was going to be a pretty pretty good year this year. They, uh, they were on the rebound, and uh, with John Gruden at the helm, uh, the team was uh, going to have packed us a packed stadium. Uh, every weekend in Las Vegas, 
for the Raiders. And my God, it was uh, a Super Bowl or bust. I kind of went out the window a little bit to some degree when uh, Gruden left. That's a bit of a, uh, a distraction to be sure. Suddenly midstream, you've got a new coach because of that, which by the way, hang on. Gruden is, um, is hinting that he may sue the NFL, which would be interesting for uh, wrongful termination or whatever. I have no idea the ins and outs of that, but uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that one. But uh, one of their receivers for the Raiders uh, won't be at any more games uh, in, in Las Vegas. In fact, he won't be at any games anywhere. In fact, in due time, uh, about the only place he'll be is the prison yard. The latest uh, uh, NFL player to kill someone is Henry Ruggs Third. Uh it was 3.39 Tuesday morning in Las Vegas. Uh, Ruggs is out driving. Nothing good happens at 3.39 in the morning. Uh, if you're a person going to work, that's one thing. But if, if you're not going to work or coming home from work and you're driving at 3.39, uh, you're trouble. You are trouble. Ruggs was not going to work, not coming home from work, so he is trouble. He was completely shit-faced at the time. And uh, as he approached an intersection just a few miles from the Strip in Vegas, uh, he wasn't slowing down, uh, despite the fact that a Toyota RAV4 was at the light. And as he got closer, uh, that's what happened. At, at, uh, at a high rate of speed, he smashed into the back of the Toyo- uh, Toyota RAV4, which burst into flames. Police, fire, EMTs, and, you know, the morgue showed up. Uh, the, the, the driver... Uh, in the car has not been named. Uh, she's dead. And that's the end of Henry Ruggs the third. Of course, Ruggs, the driver, the drunk driver. Yeah, did I did I mention that? He was completely yeah, I did. He was completely shit faced. Uh of course he's not hurt. Isn't that how that isn't that how that always works out? And police were like, yeah, hey, uh, what the fuck happened here? He's like, uh, and they said he showed signs of impairment. So they uh, started to do what cops do. Uh, He did go to the hospital and get checked out. But then the cops were like, yeah, we're going to stay by the door here. He's shit faced. Uh, Charged with DUI resulting in death. The Raiders released the idiot last night. Uh, The simple retelling of the case is infuriating enough. A preventable accident, alleged impairment, a fatality, one life life ended, one life forever altered, all apparently because dickheads' terrible decisions that stretched into the early morning hours in Vegas. Um, 
Never an excuse, according to the article, and we all can agree with that. For a DUI or in a city with ample taxis, Ubers, or in Ruggs' case, a free transport system provided by the NFLPA or a damn limousine. The, the NFLPA knows that their athletes are always uh, have a risk of uh, something stupid happening. So they've set up a free transport system. And this guy still fucked it up and killed somebody. His average annual salary was over $4 million. Uh, this article says even if his salary was $40,000, he could afford to, uh, to find a way home safely. He was the 12th overall selection. This is a prominent player in the 2020 draft coming out of Alabama. Uh, he's in a great deal of trouble. If convicted of the Class B felony, he's facing a minimum of two years in prison. And that's way too low. Two years in prison on a minimum or could climb to 20. Uh, also fines and a suspension of his license. Hmm. Boy, I'm trying to think in my head here about um, if the NFL would ever uh, have this guy back because you know how it is. Um, that is, in the, in the NFL's mind, I would say that this is forgivable. It's not in my opinion. He should spend the rest of his life behind bars. He killed an innocent person, just probably going to or from work, minding her own business. She's dead. The attorneys say, on behalf of our client, Henry Ruggs III, we are conducting our own investigation. We ask everyone to reserve judgment until all the facts are gathered. Ah, bullshit. I'm not doing that. I'm not reserving judgment. You're drunk. According to veteran defense attorneys with experience in DUI cases asked by Yahoo Sports to look at the case, this defense investigation is about the 22-year-old Ruggs' only hope. If the facts of the case are what the LVPD say they are and circumstances suggest they are, then there is almost no way he avoids serving time. As such, his NFL career is potentially over as it was just getting started. Wow. Hmm. The Corvette appeared to hit the Toyota with enough force to cause it to explode. Um, suggesting the Toyota was stopped or barely moving at the intersection and that Ruggs was traveling at a significant rate of speed. This was no fender bender. It, additionally, the driver died while inside the car engulfed in flames. Ugh, God. What a gruesome thing. A little bit more to the story uh, kind of goes on for a little while. They talk about um, other NFL players that have gotten in trouble before. St. Louis Rams, Leonard Little. He was convicted of manslaughter in 1998 when he killed a woman in a car in St. Louis. Also, Dante Stallworth convicted of manslaughter in 2009 when he hit and killed some guy in a Miami crosswalk. I remember that one. Both were found to be under the influence. Both avoided prison and continued their NFL careers. What? Ow. Stallworth spent 30 days in jail and was suspended for a season. Little received four years probation and continued his career. Leonard Little was 23 years ago, according to this uh, talking head attorney, 
There's been a significant change in how DUI laws are written and prosecuted since then, especially when involving a death. As for Stallworth, because the man was in the crosswalk, there were some circumstances that don't apply here that made manslaughter a possibility. All of it adds up to Ruggs dealing with the reality that he created, barring mistakes by the LVPD or some significant discovery by his legal team. A young man with so much promise and so much going for him made a terrible decision that cost a woman her life tragically altered the lives of her family and likely changed his forever as well. I can't believe those other two fucking idiots got out. Jesus. Unbelievable. What a horrible thing. I hope he's uh, found absolutely guilty and spends the rest of his life behind bars. Looks like there's another war of words between Kenny and Nick again. Maybe, maybe not. All right. We need to discuss the monkey attack. This might be my favorite story of this podcast. The special teams coach for the University of Texas football team is Jeff Banks. Jeff Banks was recently busted in an illicit affair with a local stripper. He left his wife and kids for the stripper. On Halloween night, the trick-or-treaters were banging on the door saying, trick-or-treat. And amazingly, the stripper opened the door and a monkey ran out of the house and attacked the kid. The stripper girlfriend of the special teams coach of the Texas Longhorns has a monkey that ran out and attacked a kid and bit the kid. The monkey is attacking the child. The kid goes, trick-or-treat, stripper lady. The special team goes, like, yeah, it's going. And then this monkey comes flying out, attacks the kid, and bites the kid. And they had to, they had to pry the monkey's jaws off of the kid. This happened. What? My God. Now, there is a little bit of uh, fogginess on the story. We're getting some mixed messages because the stripper is now speaking out and saying, no, no, no. He didn't sink his jaws. Yes, he attacked him. But he didn't sink his jaws into the kid. And the kid was in my yard and shouldn't have been there. So apparently a stripper has some fucking attack monkey or something like that. Oh, my God. Tom Campbell wrote, I'm hearing a, a report from a credible source that Texas Longhorns special teams coach Jeff Banks monkey allegedly attacked and seriously hurt a young trick-or-treater last night on Halloween. Monkey's jaws apparently had to be pried off the, the small child. The dude Banks has been the center of all sorts of negative attention uh, on the rumor that he left his wife to go be with this stripper. 
Uh, wow. Danielle or Danny Banks, described by some sources as his girlfriend and others as his wife, is a significant other. Over the weekend, Danny promoted on social media that she was hosting a haunted house at her home and that the kids and adults were welcome to attend. According to the article, it says, now that we know she was having people at her home for a haunted house, the next question is whether a monkey attack occurred. It looks like it definitely did occur. Holy shit. Danny is a stripper who goes by the stage name. It gets better. Pole Assassin. She even appeared on Jerry Springer in 2017 as Pole Assassin. Let's take a look at the Pole Assassin when she does her thing on the, on the Springer show. All right. Now this is all very, very impressive. I'll have to say that that is, that is, it doesn't really matter on anything on this story. She's got skills. Uh, apparently into a uh, uh, white gumpy looking older men. Uh, she's probably like at that time, this is the best it's ever going to get. And uh, by the way, she's on a segment called Be My Baby Donor on the Springer Show. Uh, The article says, don't believe it's the same woman in 2017. The now deleted uh, uh, Twitter handle account she runs tweeted a reply to the Jerry Springer account that shared her video and said, thank you for having me. Story doesn't end there. When Danny, a.k.a. the pole assassin, would perform on stage, she incorporated a monkey into her act. Holy shit. Not only does she have her her own pole assassin Instagram account, but she also created an Instagram account for the monkey as part of her act. Jeff, the special teams coach of Texas, 46, is in his fifth season at Texas after spending three at Alabama. Apparently left his wife and kids uh, on the uh, Texas website. It says he has three children. Uh, Further rumors have said that Banks left his wife to be with Paul Assassin, who has the monkey. So there's 46-year-old Jeff Banks, and he's probably annoyed as shit that he has to have this stupid Halloween party. And then all the kids show up and the monkey ends up attacking one of the kids. Danny, the pole assassin commented on the matter via Twitter, uh, before deleting her account. She uh, appeared to confirm the story and denied any responsibility. She blamed the kid for not uh, following the rules. I had a haunted house on one side, gated off. He had no permission to go into the area where the monkey was. Well, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Neither did I know anything about the bite. A doctor who lives in the neighborhood told me uh, they had to treat a small bite. No parent has contacted me about it. The pole assassin wrote. People lie so much. It's ridiculous. She wrote, stop believing everything you hear and no, and more of what you see. 
Well, all I know is that I saw you on the Jerry Springer show with a monkey, and there is a kid who got bit. So, I mean, most of that's true. About the only thing we don't know is did the monkey actually have to get pried off the kid, and how deep is the monkey wound? The pole assassin says no one was viciously attacked. This is a lie, a whole lie. She was not part of any haunted house. The kid did not have permission to be on the other side of my property. Well, well was the kid bit or not? You still might be in, in trouble for a uh, monkey attack. Do you remember that, uh, that lady who needed that face transplant years ago? Who, uh, <clears throat> how was that? How did that go? Uh, I think she uh, she had a monkey, and then she went back. She gave it up, and then she went back to see it, and it ripped her face off. And I think it killed her husband, like ripped his dick off or something like that. I think that actually happened. And then she ended up having, she was one of those people who got a face transplant because the monkey ripped her face off. You don't want to have a monkey, man. That is, not, that is something you don't want. The only time you should ever interact with a monkey is when you have like a chimp that's like a baby like a, a little teeny tiny one, and then you got a diaper on it, and then you can pet it, and then you give it back because that little chimp is going to grow up to be, you know, as strong as some of you uh, uh, MAGA zaniacs here, you know? You don't, you don't want that. And then it's, it's, it's a wild animal. Yeah, it tore her face off and bit off her fingers. Holy shit. Ugh. Is that, I think that lady is still alive. Talk about, oh my God, talk about a, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not really one to ever want to consider taking my own life, but um, if a monkey eats my face and bites off my fingers, there's a pretty good chance I'm going to one of those states where uh, suicide is, li- you can have somebody have you, you know, do that deal, uh, the Kevorkian shit. My God. So anyway, back to the pole assassin. 11 or 12-year-old child should know better than to enter someone's yard without permission, old enough to also follow the rules. The rules were, yeah, but they know you got a fucking monkey. They want to see the monkey. The rules were when you get to the gate, turn around and come back out for candy. Every other parent and child did so. So something went down. Uh, The other tweets uh, were uh, uncovered. Uh, let's see. Please stop with the lies. This is my monkey, not Jeff's. Why try and bash him for something that has nothing to do with him? Hmm. How about this guy though? Leaving his wife and his kids, uh, for the pole assassin, 46 year old dude. This is one of those creepy looking uh, arrangements too. Let me, let me, uh, I don't know if you can see this. I'll, I'll share it with you. Look at this dude. Yeah. It, he, he looked anytime you got really old guy with a uh, young chick. It, it, I just hate it. It just grosses me out. It gives me the douche chills. Ugh. Very strange. But what a saga. The pole assassin has a monkey, Jeff Banks. His job's probably on the line at the University of Texas. Mm. Uh, John Jamingo in the house, he says, the lady 
The lady who got attacked by the monkey is blind and cannot wipe her butt. John, uh, how about this past weekend? You as a Philly fan, Philadelphia Eagles fan, you had to have been like, what the fuck? Who, who are the Eagles playing? A high school football team? Ooh. That was something. We talked about that, how the Lions may have a chance at that game, but out of all the teams that the Lions have played, they looked the worst against the Eagles. Apparently, Lady uh, was attacked by the uh, monkey is Sharla Banks and is now dead. Is that right? I don't see it on there. I don't see a damn thing about that. Maybe, maybe not. She's uh, the family is like, thank God. Thank. Wait, Melissa. Wait a minute. You guys are skipping. I'm getting Sharla Nash. Sharla, I'm combining names like an idiot here. Sharla Nash, Zane. I don't know if she is dead. Uh, the. I think the uh, monkey died. Oh, shit. This is rough. The chimp died, not her. You got to see this. Oh, my God. This poor thing. She looks better with no face. She has to. Oh, my God. No way. Come on. Ugh, fuck me. Here's Oprah interviewing her before she got the new face. Come on. This, the Boston Herald headline back then was facing the odds, you assholes. No, she's definitely still alive. And here's the asshole chimp that did it. What a dick chimp. No way. No way. Sorry. Checking out. Going to Oregon. John says she looks like a melted candle. You asshole. After the attack, left Nash... uh, Without a nose, eyes, or lips, received the nation's first double hand and face transplant at uh, Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, where she now lives. Oh, my God. Concerning the monkey attack on the kid, Kenny said, the kid obviously took, someone on Twitter wrote, the kid obviously took more than one piece of candy. All right, someone's doing the Kevin from the office drop. Looks like a monster. Bunch of sick assholes here. Horrible human beings, every one of you. I hope you're proud of yourselves. It's kind of funny. Okay. Alec uh, Baldwin's daughter is in the news. Wait until you hear what this stupid asshole did. Before we get to that, though, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. Thank you to them for being on board with the show. Sponsoring the Twitch stream. Sponsoring Facebook. 
Great sponsor. If you have a car, uh, and I should say, if you live locally, take your car to Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid in West Michigan. Irvine's.com is their website, servicing domestic, Asian, European models. Thanks again to uh, uh, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. He reached out to them. He's going to have Irvine's service their uh, fleet of trucks. How about that? Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. We got Van Dyke Mortgage in the house, 231-332-6505. If you need a mortgage and you are in West Michigan, reach out to them. Anywhere in the U.S. as well, except South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska. 231-332-6505. Whether your credit is great, whether it stinks, Van Dyke Mortgage. We got a paintball event coming up on November 21. I want you there. I just heard from Gabe, the Honduran. He's bringing the entire Latino crew for Paintball War 16, the Pilgrim Massacre. Reach out to me if you're coming. I need the RSVP. Please let me know if you get a minute. Send me an email. Hey, we're coming. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. And then finally, Bennett Flooring Installation. Reach out to Bennett Flooring Installation. Uh, online at bennettflooring.com. If you're in West Michigan and you need the flooring installed perfectly, call upon the pros at Bennett Flooring Installation. 616-318-0167. Rip out the old stuff yourself. That'll save you some money. Buy whatever you want that you're planning on installing. Take care of that. Or if you're not sure, uh, ask Jacob when he comes to measure and say, what do you think would, would work down here? Well, I think a, uh, a vinyl plank or I think uh, uh, carpeting, whatever whatever it is you want. Uh, a tip, uh, uh, I should say, check in with uh, the folks at uh, Bennett Floor and Installation and uh, call upon them. Okay. Alec Baldwin's daughter is a stupid asshole. Considering where we are, this seems like a horrible idea. By the way, I just saw um, I just saw the lawyers for the uh, young lady armorer, which I, I that always sounds weird when I say it. Armorer, uh, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, and uh, they were on the Today Show this morning, being interviewed by um, what's her name. Savannah. I just love her. And uh, they said a blank round and a live round looked the same. Now, I always thought that blanks didn't have a projectile in them, that they're like crimped off and at, at the casing. They're, 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 there's nothing that looks like a bullet. They indicated that's not the case. They indicated, well, they floated the idea that the box of blanks had blo- uh, uh, had actual bullets in them, which looked just like the blanks. And they floated the idea that someone placed those with sinister intentions into the box. Chris says a blank is crimped. Um on the bullet end, which is what I thought. It's it's a flat surface there. It's crimped and there's no projectile. That's what I thought, at least. Like, if you were to look at the back of a blank where um, 
you know, the, uh, is it the, called the firing pin where the, the hammer would hit the back of it and ignite the primer? That would look like a bullet. Uh, but I always thought that a blank looked different. Look at this link. <clears throat> Wall Street Journal. What is a prop gun and how can it fire deadly shots? Yeah, I can't quite get to it right now. I thought there was a difference. But they're like, no. Um, someone surreptitiously put the real bullet in with the blanks. So that was a little bit weird. That's uh, like almost like a someone had intentions to uh, cause somebody to get hurt. So that was really, really strange. But anyway, Baldwin's daughter this is so stupid. Is being slammed over her tone-deaf Halloween costume. She posted the pictures on Instagram. This is the chick, I think, that... You remember years ago when Alec Baldwin, Baldwin left the nasty phone message for the kid? I think this is the one that he left it for. She posted, So we're staying in for Halloween this year. There's reporters and paparazzi hanging out all over my street. Invading all my pri uh, privacy, which is always a good time. The 26-year-old wrote on Instagram. All right, that's fine. We didn't think we would celebrate, but we found some old costumes. So you're thinking she's going to, I don't know, whatever, dress up like a Teletubby or something like that. Uh, not sure what they were shooting for here, but whatever it is they're dressed up as, they're both covered in blood. We found some old costumes and blood. We ate some good food, drank some tequila, had a couple of friends over, watched the scary movie. We didn't get any trick-or-treaters. How was your Halloween? And then shows shows the, uh, how was your Halloween? Raise your hand if you win a squid game this year. And the the images of of this, of uh, Baldwin's daughter have her, her and her boyfriend covered in blood. Oh, no. What an idiot. Of all the, th I mean, is this, of all the things you want to do, if you're a Baldwin, the last thing you want to do is uh, have anything to do with, uh, you know, uh, someone covered in blood at any one point, doing anything with a gun, you know? Yeah. If, why didn't, if she's going to go this far, why didn't she just have the boyfriend be Alec Baldwin and she could be the cinematographer? You might as well go that far. This kid doesn't have a clue about anything. This is the same fucking brat. Now I understand. Now it makes sense why back in the day, uh, Alec Baldwin did this and left this message for this kid. Hey, I want to tell you something, okay? And I want to leave a message for you right now. Because again, it's 1030 here in New York on a Wednesday. And once again... I've made an ass of myself trying to get you a phone to call you at a specific time. When the time comes for me to make the phone call, 
I stop whatever I'm doing, and I go and I make that phone call at 11 o'clock in the morning in New York, and if you don't pick up the phone, at 10 o'clock at night, and you don't even have that goddamn phone turned on, I want you to know something, okay? I'm tired of playing this game with you. I'm leaving this message with you to tell you, you have insulted me for the last time. You have insulted me. You don't have the brains or the decency. I'm going to shoot you. Oh. As a human being, I you better. don't give a damn that you're 12 years old or 11 years old or that you're a child or that your mother is a thoughtless pain in the ass. I think his mother is uh, Kim Basinger. Is that right? Who doesn't care about what you do as far as I'm concerned. You have humiliated me for the last time with this phone. And when I come out there next week, I'm going to fly out there for the day just to straighten you out oh. on this issue. I'm going to let you know just how disappointed in you I am and how angry I am with you that you've done this to me again. You've made me feel like shit, and you've made me feel like a fool over and over and over again. And this crap... This is, uh, this is just like what Dirk said to me when he saw the colored background on the podcast. You pull on me with this goddamn phone situation that you would never dream of doing to your mother. And you do it to me constantly and over and over again. I am going to get on a plane and I'm going to come out there for the day and I'm going to straighten your ass out when I see you. Do you understand me? I'm going to really make sure you get it. Then I'm going to get on a plane, I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to come home. So you better be ready Friday, the 20th, to meet with me. So I'm going to let you know just how I feel about what a rude little pig you really are. You are a rude, thoughtless little pig, okay? To replay this message. What an asshole. Oh, fuck. Holy shit. Uh, if you have kids, you have been that pissed. You have been that pissed at one point in time. Uh, I don't know if I ever lost it that much. No, I probably did. I probably did lose it that bad. I remember there was one time, fucking Jim, I was already at my wit's end about something. God knows what. He's probably 10 years old at the time. And that fucker taped uh or he took a, a rubber band and put it you know like in the sink you turn on the water at the kitchen and then there's the other thing you can grab with the hose and you can spray off the you know a little sprayer deal that fucking asshole uh put a rubber band around that trigger you know so the second you turn on the water it shoots directly at you awesome and sure enough man i was pissed off about something and i turned it i turned it on and it went all over me and i go fuck and I would run it after that fucker, and he took off like a bat out of hell, laughing and screaming at me. I like tackled him. I'm like, oh, you motherfucking son of a bitch, motherfucking fuck you, fuck off. Oh God, classic. Holy shit. Uh, Pellerito needs to take clips from that Baldwin message. And the call from Madison when she couldn't find her toy and combined them into a phone call. Oh, no. <laughs> ha! Yes. All right. Pellerito, not Pellerito. Uh, Patriot Nick, I 
think he might get some time here away. Uh, Eric falling all over himself to protect Alec Baldwin as well. Of course, she's out of touch. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. What do you mean? What do you mean by I'm falling all over myself trying to protect Alec Baldwin? What, what, what are you doing? Why, why do you do that? All I've ever said was, I don't, I mean, we don't know shit about this. That's all I've ever said. I haven't said one way or the other anything much more than that. You know, I don't I don't need this shit from you. Let's see. Oh, look at that. There's a little graphic of a of a clock. And if I click it, that means you go away for 600 seconds. Oh, I'm so sorry. Eat that, you fuck. Bye-bye. See ya. Eat it up. You dumb dick. I don't need that shit from you. I've only given out, uh, let's see, I gave Dirk a timeout. He should get one every day because he's a cock. I've given Kenny a timeout because he's deserved it too. Uh, You absolutely deserve that. Who else has gotten it? Uh, I think maybe sick fuck Dean has gotten a timeout too. Which, by the way, did you know that Dean's sister is running for uh, uh, governor? Did you know that? By the way, I said yesterday she's got a Karen haircut. I think the Karen haircut's kind of hot. I really do. I think uh, I think it's actually pretty damn good. I know, and I don't like short hair. Okay, I well, I shouldn't say that. I'm a sucker for long hair. Holy shit. You, you put long hair on a dude and I might even want to have sex with a guy. I love long hair so much. Uh, Melissa says, Jesus, she would. I'm kidding. It's a joke. Shut up. I wouldn't really want to have sex with a guy. But I love long hair. But I, I mean, I'm not saying I hate short hair, but if I had to choose long hair over short hair every time. When Diana got married to your old pal Eric Zane, she had a haircut. Seriously, she, she had like a, it was full on like a Hannah Gatsby haircut. Cute, cute too. Hannah Gatsby's not cute. She looks horrible. All right. Asshole of the day coming up. Thanks again to Frank the Tank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. This is what I want you to do. We're three days into November. The focus right now is on uh, uh, getting insurance through the marketplace. If you're like me and you buy your insurance like uh, Obamacare, healthcare.gov, even if you're happy with what you have and you think, well, this is mine is fine. I don't need to change anything. Uh, humor me here. Just have Frank take a look at um, all of what you have in your current uh, insurance setup. It doesn't cost you a dime. 
It's just another set of eyes. And I will bet you that he can save you money and or get you a better policy or both of those things. So um, could save you money with a better policy or just save you money or whatever, or just get you a better policy, pay the same amount. It, there's about a million different things or get you more insurance. Maybe you don't have uh, the right dental coverage or something like that. And this is all something that is offered to you, the listeners of this show, at no cost. I cannot stress this enough. Uh, you have an insurance broker and, and agent at your at your disposal from anywhere in the U.S. If it is a state that you're uh, calling from that he does not work in, he'll get you in front of the right person who can do this for you. But please reach out to him no matter where you are. 616-914-4070. Call or text. Or go to buyinsurancehere.com. Make sure you let him know that you heard it from me. Now, by the way, full disclosure here, Frank gets so pissed at me when I make fun of you MAGA degenerates, okay? Okay, uh, he is an absolute wizard and a really nice guy. Don't, uh, don't worry about the fact that he's a tried and true Republican, bleeds, re- bleeds Republican red, all right? He gets so pissed at me because I'm always insulting you MAGA scum. You're an idiot, Eric. I know. Uh, Guilty. I'll take that. I will take that. 616-914-4070. I already mentioned my friends at uh, Full House Comedy today with uh, the amazing Michael Winslow in town. On, uh, let's see, Friday at Back Alley Comedy Club. Saturday, he's at the Park Theater in Holland, Michigan. Go see him. He's going to do that Zeppelin bit. <laughs> Fullhousecomedy.com. Get your tickets there. You can also uh, get tickets for a weekend with the multi-talented uh, John Caparulo, he's going to be at Rockford Lanes coming up on uh, Friday. Saturday, John is at Back Alley Comedy Club, and then John Caparulo at the Park Theater on Sunday. So comedy all weekend long with FullHouseComedy.com. Upcoming weeks, Shane Smith is coming to town. You've got uh, Rob Little will be uh, making an appearance. And uh, a whole slew of others. Go see all the shows coming up at Back Alley. Uh, I'm sorry, FullHouseComedy.com, where you get those tickets. Where you get those tickets. Oh, boy. There we go. That is it. I am going to leave you with the asshole of the day. Who is going to be the asshole of the day for today? Do you have any suggestions? Okay. Let's go over what we did. The old men love me. As I do my uh, hot rocking oldies radio show on Big 101.3. The fun hits you know. I was, uh, I heard from Bill 
who's in the uh, Midland Tri-City Saginaw area of Michigan. He says, yeah, man, you're a puker now. No, negative. It's energy. Energy and delivery is different than puking. Puking, you have to sound like, hey, it's a big one of the three. No, I am energy. I am upbeat. And you have to be for that format. Because I said to them, I go, what do I need to know going in? How should the approach be? They said it has to sound fun. So if I go on there and say, that's the temptations on Big 101.3, the fun hits you know, the energy's not right. Big 101.3, the fun hits you know. Papa was a rolling stone, my gosh. One of the all-time favorites of mine from the temptations. The kinks. They really got you. They really got me. It's Big 101.3. The fun hits you know. That's it. That's how I do it. So shut up, Bill. Fucking idiot. You don't know shit. You haven't even fucking been in a radio station. You're trying to tell me what the fuck I'm doing after fucking 50 years of doing this shit. That's not 50 years. Uh, Which, by the way, I shared this. On the Patreon earlier this week. Another clip from uh, 89.1 WPHS. Easy rhyme. 89.1 WPHS with the public enemy. We're going to keep it right here with going to get yours. That was two in a row by the Beastie Boys. This is all sorts of fucked up. I just finished a Beastie Boys song. The first thing I talk about is how public enemy is coming up and I call them the public enemy. I should be talking about the beastie boys because that's what just finished. It, it goes beastie boys finish. And then I go, yeah, public enemy coming up. But that was the beastie boys. And now here's public enemy. What? 89.1 WPHS with the public enemy. We're going to keep it right here with Gonna Get Yours. That was two in a row by the Beastie Boys. Rock hard and she's on it. Now he is public enemy. What an asshole. Oh, Chuck, they out to get yours. In the sucker with the 98. Subject of suckers, object of hate. Who's the one some think is great? I'm that one. Son of a gun. Driving by, waving my fist, making them mad when I'm going like this. Top Gun, always on the run. Didn't we already discuss this? Yeah, it was on the Patreon. I didn't share this with the uh, free audience. Okay. Hang on. Old dudes love me. Diana bitching about the kids. The kids are assholes. Uh, Hammered with snow up north. Stafford, New Jersey. They're giving away uh, uh, gummies, pot gummies. Shaq is a father of the year. The dad murdered the sex trafficker. Michael Winslow's amazing abilities. Henry Ruggs III, the receiver, former receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders, killed somebody the other day. Dear Meathead, my dad revealed he may have killed someone. That was weird. The monkey attack. Pole assassin. 
Alec Baldwin's daughter is tone deaf. Patriot Nick is a dick. And that brings us to right here, right now. Who is your asshole of the day? Uh, Henry Ruggs Third. You killed somebody. You can't not be the asshole of the day if you killed somebody. You make $4 million a year. You could have gotten an Uber. You, you, you could have had the uh, uh, NFL Players Association union chief show up and drive you home. Yet here we are talking about you, Henry Ruggs III, killing someone. Some young lady burned to death, you fucking moron. That is your asshole of the day, brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. All right. Thank you for being here for this. Our podcasting day is not done. More podcasting coming up on the Patreon bonus podcast. Till then, have a good one, folks. Thank you so much. Talk to you later. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.